What's up, fam? Welcome to your second Baha'i or home at Theophilos Podcast. Here we have conversations about our passions, life, and we share our own experiences in trying to get this shit. We care about what you're doing, and this is the place to express that. My name is Ron Dizon, and I am the janitor of the sponsor, Theophilo Coffee Company, where the journey's never over. Enough of all this talk. Let's take it over to the episode of the At Theophilos Podcast. Hi everybody, uh, welcome to At Theo Fields podcast. Um, my name is Ron and our guest for today is AC Boral from Bebot's uh, Community Kitchen. And I know with our podcast, we kind of go straight into it. So I'll let AC introduce himself and we'll go from there. Yeah, so um, what's up everyone, I'm AC. Um, like uh, like was mentioned, um, I run Bebot Community Kitchen, which was formerly Bebot Filipino Soul Food, uh, which is a restaurant in Long Beach, but we shifted over to a community service model. Um, we also still do catering as rice and shine. Um, you know, just, just hustling, man, just trying to uh, make the world a better place and spread Filipino food. That's kind of what I'm about, so. Well, I mean, I think that's a, a really good start and you know, I think everyone is grateful that you, you are in the community, you know, uh, supporting the Filipinos. I'm pretty sure you get a lot of that support. Yeah. Uh, so I guess how did it all start for you and how did, how did you find your, your passion, right? This yeah. is your passion, I hope. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> well, it's weird because um, I wouldn't say that I, I, I'm, you know, uh, people call me Chef AC and, you know, that's the closest thing I would say uh, you could, how you could describe my career. Um, it's funny because I would say, man, thinking back about, about eight, 10 years ago, I was really, um, really lost in the sense that like, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I got my degree in advertising public relations. I hated it. I it's, couldn't. <laughs> hold on. So that's a, I think, uh, you know, obviously the people that, I mean, throughout all the people that I've met, right? I mean, that's a common thing. Like people get yeah. these degrees that, you know, they didn't... They didn't really want. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it, you yeah. know, and it, that's not bad. I mean, no, 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 no. it's just, I'm, no, I'm noticing that. Like I, I know there's people that I've worked with at, at previous jobs at these mm-hmm. automotive companies that have biology degrees, mm. but they're in automotive in the automotive sector. Oh, that's wild. You know, so it's, yeah. it, there's these things and I'm, I'm just noticing that sure. with a lot of people, but yeah. Um, it, I mean, for me, it was just like, you know, you, you go to high school, you go to college and get your degree and then that's, what's going to set you up in life. And, you know, I got a degree in something that, you know, no, no, I don't, you know, much love to anybody who wanted to do that advertising public relations. But to be honest, I don't think any degree from university would have really 
fulfilled me, um, especially, I mean, there's no degree for, for becoming a pop-up and a catering chef and like, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. So a street um, degree is what they call it, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. I, I like, yeah, definitely the school of hard knocks, definitely, um, trial and error, trial by fire. Yeah, I got like a minor in, in all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, maybe I guess the other side of, you know, being a chef, the marketing side of it, mm-hmm. and you know yourself, right? You do these pop-ups. You don't know that you're using these set of skills that you had learned from school, right? Like sure. marketing tactics in order to advertise this yeah. pop-up or whatever. I know that may sound like small to some, some people, but that is a form of marketing. I mean, you are marketing your own business and what you guys are you know what you're doing absolutely and and i will say like you know i always say like i don't really use it but um i was thinking about it and i was like yeah man like i know how to write a press release i know how to uh draft up strategies i know how to you know what i mean like i know how to organize it in a way that if i didn't get that degree i wouldn't have you know wouldn't have transferred over so for sure even the sense of not the degree in itself in its you know that's a specialized Thing, like marketing and, mm-hmm. and advertising but i'm saying that even the the culture of like the people building you know relationship building those mm. things are are essential in order for friends businesses to continue to strive like you know what i mean like the being able to work with people mm. um I, I mean that's that's yeah. something you learn through life and, and, sure. and experiences but i'm saying that even you could, that's a big takeaway from the degree or whatnot. Yeah, you, you know, I, I definitely, I believe that, you know, I went, I went abroad, not abroad, I went <laughs> cross country for college in Chicago. And I really believe if I didn't do that, I would be a completely different person. So I don't regret any of it, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, I ended up in debt, just like a lot of other people. And like, you know, it was a grind. And it made me really realize that I loved being where I am, which is California. Uh, made me appreciate what I had here and you know I don't think I would have gotten to that level if I would have just stayed here and went to UC or a CSU you know what I'm saying so I mean that's, it, that's it, personal on my personal yeah yeah and I, I know the what you also want to probably take away is even though if you think you didn't like you know make the right or wrong decision I think in itself, whether you didn't go to Chicago or not, I think you would have still made a right decision. You, yeah. you get what I'm saying? Like I would have ended up somewhere yeah, close in the same ballpark or something. Yeah, path. Like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And maybe you would have found something different from now. It, uh-huh. It's like those things that you see, the reference of like the Matrix stuff, right? Is that you know there, there's multiple universes where you make these little decisions that you know take you on this path, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I mean, everyone will find that. Like, I'm in, like, retail or restaurant space now, right? But I'm not, that is not my degree or, or sure. background or anything. And I think that's where, I, if you look at the most successful people, they, their businesses or their ideas, you know, they take off. And it's because they are the customer first, right? Like, they... They, they did their way of their business in a different format. Like they didn't follow what everyone else was doing. They, they wanted to do something like for, in what they wanted to do. Like mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it was more driven by, it was driven internally, you know what I'm saying? More than like what you, like than trying to do what other people were doing, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And sure. I think it's, I always say this example when, even though if there was two people, right, with the same, same idea, same, you know, uh, whatever it is, like mm -hmm. for example, like cooking, right? Mm -hmm. Even if they opened like two shops right next to each other, even if they use the same recipe, it would still be different, mm -hmm. right? Every, that's how the, oh, yeah. you know, people are themselves. Like there's no two people that are identical. There's no such thing. Sure, sure, sure. So yeah. And a lot of it comes down to luck and timing. You know, like whatever, whatever the way somebody's life goes, you know what I mean? Like yeah, those I, decisions that you make. Yeah. I don't know about like, like luck per se, right? Like it's just the opportunity uh -huh. of that time that they were sure. either, they were well, ahead, right? They were either yeah. up earlier or they, they just, you know, that was their opportunity well, and time. Yeah. I mean, know, when I say luck, I really am a believer that you make your own luck. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. luck, I think, is a culmination, um, is the is basically compounding all those decisions and actions that you take to put yourself in those positions for those opportunities to find you. Yeah. It's kind of like 50-50 balls. It's like they're not actually 50-50. It's like, no, no, you got to put in the effort. Yeah. Like it's actually more like 52, 53, 47. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, not to say that luck if you're just sitting on your ass and just i'm sorry i don't know if i can cuss yeah dude there is honestly no filter here yeah, like, yeah. I, I want you to be like be yourself yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. that's so, all you really ask you know so i mean like you know you're sitting you're sitting on your ass like you, you know nothing's gonna happen for you you know what i'm saying that's not luck you gotta you gotta put yourself out there for it and for sure. and even of that that situation right like that example that person is sitting down and you know maybe they weren't working as hard and they got picked or something mm. that was their time but maybe that's a short-lived you know success for them or maybe they won't even like it or sure you know and maybe it wasn't supposed to happen for you it's supposed to happen a little bit later it's getting mm. ready for that opportunity and for sure i think you know if you stay ready you ain't got to get ready yeah but my boy um uh, sugar free <laughs> um so that's that's how you, you just got to be ready for things, you know, when, mm -hmm. when those things happen. So in, in, in this time of you, you know, leaving LA, what, what time frame are we looking at here? Uh, and I mean, how long were you from, I mean, obviously you were here before, right? Like in, in LA. Yeah, yeah I grew and, up in Southern California. I grew up in Oxnard. So okay. hour and a half north of Long Beach, you know, um, yeah, grew up, grew up mostly like in that area, like went to high school in a beach town pretty much, like stayed, like spent a lot of time in Ventura, like on a beach. And then I made that big trip to Chicago and just moved there. And honestly, <laughs> like I would say, to be honest, like I got into some colleges like across the country, I got yeah. into like UCs, I got into schools in New York and, you know, just wanted to see what was out there. But I'll be honest, like when I went to Chicago, 20% of the reason why I went there is because I got to go to Bulls games. I'm a huge Bulls fan. <laughs> I mean, hey, people have their reasons. If yeah, that's man. one of the reasons like, uh, to go. It was dope, man. I used to, I, I mean, when I went there, then I started, like, as a student, you got, like, $5 tickets. Whew. And so I, I would go to between 10 and 15 games a year. Jeez. It was just, like, right off the train and everything. It was nice. But, um, yeah. yeah, that was. I was there for five years. Um, 
yeah it was it was tough you know like being out there or? being out there yeah, yeah it was tough and i guess like i don't know if you care or want to say your age but what how old were you then like oh yeah and how long ago was yeah, that? yeah. I just, so i mean that was um i graduated high school 2005 um and i was uh graduated from college at loyola university chicago uh, in 2010. Oh, okay so that was about 10 years ago when i moved back here you know and um yeah i mean it it it, it still feels kind of recent to be honest like it doesn't feel like that long ago like i still love that town there's so much i love about it but um honestly like the fact that eight months of the year i know where you're getting at i know where you're getting at it's just like for, for me california boy i can't do it can't do it i mean that's the many reasons why i didn't move to michigan yeah you yeah know? and i was like yeah and i've been here since i was four you mm. know like and to like have the idea of leaving California. And it made me, it makes also me think like, oh man, I'm, I'm weak. You know, like I couldn't go. I ain't weak. You, you know, just, you, just, like, you I, just like what you have. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, you know, if, if I really wanted to go somewhere, that's not where I would want to go. And I wouldn't want to go based off of a company. Hey man, you need to go here. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like I don't. Sure. And I appreciate it. Like, I, I honestly, man, if they did not leave, um, I would have probably still been there. Like, that's yeah. probably like one of the best schools uh, to learn from. Like uh -huh. Toyota was like, yeah. it really showed you how shitty you are. No, I mean, it, it uh -huh. really <laughs> no, no, go like, on. I want to hear. <laughs> well, I'm saying that their work ethic. Yeah they don't like oh, you know yeah, what i'm yeah. saying like it makes you like when you because i i spent some time in japan and i you know with them you know i'm, I'm with these guys and yeah yeah you're just like you you see why you know even in current times why they're not suffering from this pandemic as yeah. much as other places right and it's just like they are super cautious about other people and respectful mm. um and yeah they live and die for that for that job like even though yeah. it's not their thing it's just like you man like the organization it just yeah you, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. this is why people hate americans it's just like <laughs> you, you, you see it you're like well they're not, they're not hate them it's just no the culture is different man we're very individualistic here we weren't I, made to I, take and care i of get each other. i get that i get that i'm just yeah. like if we all cared about each other then you know i think oh, yeah. that's yeah, yeah. that would definitely change the the whole thing and mm -hmm. I, I think yeah it's i mean but you do see strength in like you know the generally speaking this country is very individualistic but there are there is community building there is community work and you see the, the strength in that still oh no for sure yeah. I, I can't feel safe anywhere else Oh yeah? yeah? No, I'm saying like <laughs> no, because I travel a lot, right? I went to okay. like, different states, and I'm just like, okay. the further you get out of California, it's like they don't know that we're in the 2000s. Yeah, you know it's, yeah. Like, it's it's you get you get further out, you're like, yeah. you get those strange looks, like. Oh man, mm -hmm. I know. I, I used to take a lot of road trips cross country, and like, especially like you're in the East Coast, right? Like, yeah. Because when we were in Ann Arbor, we would drive to Chicago because that would be way more uh -huh. popping than than Michigan. Yeah and uh it just yeah it, it's easier to go to these other like big states and, and travel around like definitely definitely i remember like on the east coast like you could drive like three hours you hit boston dc and new york like just on a three-hour trip it's so different than it is 
you know, here. I mean, we still got big cities like close by San Diego. Oh, yeah, yeah. And stuff, just, but it's just it's different. It's, it's different. different. Like, even if you drive into San Diego, that, it feels like you're in a different state, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's just a little bit more laid right. back. Yeah. Um, but I guess bef before we get really too far into the, in, into the wind here. So in, in your time in Chicago, in, in Chicago right? Uh-huh. I guess what, you know, because you said your, your degree was in, in marketing, right? Yeah. So then how did, did were you doing any of oh, that? Oh, how did that transition? Yeah, like how did that work? Oh, man. In, in I mean, the thing is, here's the funny thing. I went to college initially for theater, and then I dropped that, ended up in film, and then I moved from film to communications, communications to ad PR. At the end, by, the, like the, by my junior year, I was just trying to get it done. <laughs> To be honest, like I was just trying to get it done. I still ended up a super senior, but I got it done. Hey, that's all. Um, and I, I, you know what? Like to be honest, like it wasn't necessarily Chicago that got me in touch with like my passion for food. Mm -hmm. You know, I ended up working at a couple of restaurants. In, in, uh, in, this is in Chicago. In Chicago, okay, like cool. you know, nothing crazy, like a line cook or whatever. And then I worked at Sulatab, like at a kitchen retail store, as a key lead. And like, you know, like I was, I was around food. I, and I think that's, that you, it's like they say, like you, you, you're choosing that, that thing, maybe your, your passion, like you don't know it's your passion, but you kind of mm -hmm. jumped in, into that, right? Like okay. the food space. Yeah. I mean, it, it didn't really tap in. I, it didn't have me any, tap into anything food wise. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I moved back to California and I really didn't have anything to do. I actually moved back for medical reasons because I had to get like Achilles surgery. Damn. Yeah, I had to get my Achilles reattached. Like <laughs> the sports, like a sports injury. It thing? was a sports injury that um, your NBA career, <laughs> <laughs> my intramural career. Yeah, um, but like it was, um, it was an injury that I got in high school playing basketball. And, oh like, yeah, playing. Uh, playing high school basketball and then it just never got better and got worse and worse when I was in Chicago. Oh. And it got to the point where like they had to shave down my Achilles and then reattach it because I had a bone spur right at the insertion point. And that, that kept me out for eight months. So I had to move back. My, I had to move back in with my parents. They were able to take care of me because there's no way I was going to live in Chicago. Yeah. Third floor walk up. This is before Amazon. This is before you get anything delivered to yeah. you. Like this was like, it was, it would have been rough, man. Yeah, yeah. So, um, moved back to California and then just after that, I kind of realized I didn't want to go back. And, um, so did you go back to Ox Oxnard or were you? Yeah, in I was oh, back in Oxnard cool, cool. and, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was nice being back around my family, but it was also really tough just because like I left Chicago on some weird terms and I was honestly, I was, I was just bedridden like mostly for like six months you know, like barely able to walk. So um, that was tough, man, for a couple of years because it took me a couple of years to get my strength back. And and, um, and and then I'm pretty sure like, you know, in that state too, uh, you know, forces and, and, and stuff like that, just mentally, you, know, mm -hmm. you just feel... It was difficult. Yeah, I mean, and, I can imagine. But at least, you, you know, you're, you're back here. You, yeah. Your family's here to kind of keep that positivity well, it was, you know. well what was bad was actually my last year in Chicago I was so defeated because my ankle like my Achilles was so bad that mm. like it would swell up like every two weeks so mm. like every two weeks I'd end up on crutches Jeez. and just would happen over and over and over again and that was just like 
mentally yeah. that was tough mentally that really killed me and you know i mean uh, you know it was probably the darkest you know two years of my life that last year Jeez. in chicago until having a surgery and just being in bed so yeah. i mean i at that point i was like honestly i didn't really have any dreams you know i didn't really have any aspirations for anything how old were you at this point like uh 23 22 23 fuck you're young well that's you know it's crazy yeah imagine between the years of 17 and 24 yeah like those are the years that you're invincible right oh, yeah, yeah, yeah and for me like i was just i got like for me it was just like the opposite for me my mortality my frag my fragility yeah was thrown in my face every single day for those years and um to be honest in some ways like i didn't get to experience a lot of that stuff that my friends did. It's overrated, bro. No, no, no. But, but here what happened, <laughs> though, is like once I hit like my mid-20s, then like I start to wild out. out. Yeah. <laughs> it just be like... It just shifted. my and, life. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's a little a, later. That's a funny point, too. I, I always look at, you know, my friends who kind of built me as the character I am now. I'm, I'm thankful that we did all this stuff like super early, mm. right? And mm -hmm. by the time I was in college, I was like super focused. And I just, mm, that's I, just good. I wanted, that's good. you know, like we did a lot of dumb stuff early. Sure. You know, I, I wasn't an angel, right? When I was a kid, uh -huh. I mean, I was a teenager and yeah, I wasn't. You weren't, no. nah, <laughs> you weren't a good kid. Yeah, yeah I, was, <laughs> I wasn't like the best. I wouldn't sure. say the example, but I wasn't like really, really bad, uh -huh. but I wasn't like good either. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, but like I said, it, it built that character, you know, sure. it, it definitely matured me when I was yeah, like, yeah. uh oh, I, I better get my act together. Because I know like ninth and 10th grade, I was like, nah, <laughs> yeah. it, it wasn't like the best time. Sure. And in that era, too, it was a lot of uh, influences on the outside mm. that kind of drove, you know, these things, uh, why they ended up happening and, and whatnot. Yeah. But um, I'm, I was just like, yeah, man, I got to graduate. I got to. I, I started thinking like, uh -huh. um, like future wise, you know, yeah. and, uh, luckily, you know, I had good friends that just kept me on that guardrail, just, you know, mm. as, as good as we could be, I guess. Right. Yeah. We could yeah. be better, but it's you know, always, obviously we're journey, still man. young in the mind. Right. Yeah. Like I think about it all the time. Like if I went back that, oh man, like there was so many things that, that yeah. I would have not done or whatever, but I, it, like I said, it's that character building. You have to go through right. these things, and yeah, it's just that's, learn. You know, learn I say stuff. that's what I call that's what I call Chicago winters, man. You don't know nothing until you live through winter as a California boy. Oh, for that, sure. I say that's character building. I actually have this theory that um, because we never really worry about the weather, yeah, we have a hard time like dealing with seasons and like not just seasons like the physical summer, spring, winter, fall. I mean, like... Uncomfortable shit? What do you mean? I'm just saying it's uncomfortable, right? Like, these, these things that you're talking about, weather. Yeah, yeah. Weather, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We, like, we yeah. don't, we don't, we don't, we're not as, um... Yeah, you like you said, it. we don't like uncomfortable shit. We yeah. don't like, we don't like the forces that be to really dictate our lives because we don't really have, like, weather to do that. So, I feel like, honestly, people out there, like, people who have winter are much more humble and much yeah, more internal they they're, they're much more inter they're more yeah. humbled as humans and, and it's just like i mean this is like way out their theory but at least when i meet people from the midwest there's a groundedness to them and like not saying that we're not grounded out here but it's a different different energy for sure
I, I, I think you have some, I think the theory is not, I mean, it, it, it's there, right? Mm -hmm. I just don't know in other areas, right? and these are based off of Chicago people versus like Michigan people. Okay. And I don't see that in Michigan, like where they're more humble. It's, I, I would say it's like, it, it's different with that. But I do get what you mean. Like the mindset has to be strong in order to live in these mm -hmm. situations. Yeah. And the uncomfortable part is, yeah, a lot of people are okay with like cruising, right? Like this is easy right now. Like, sure. why would you even complain about this? This is January. It's freaking January. It's, it's, it's like this every, outside. it's like this yeah. every right, month, right, right, right. like 12 months out of the yeah. year. And, it's never, yeah. but I, that's where I, I see it a little bit different. Like if it's too comfortable for you, then make it uncomfortable for you so that you, you, you get that, you get that, that line or that, that mindset, right? The change. I don't need the cold weather to make me think that I need to work harder or, yeah. or like, you yeah. know, those type of things. Yeah. Yeah. I should be working harder period or, or whatever. Right. Sure. So it's, yeah. it, 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 I, at least that's how, how I see it. And I, one of the pillars is, uh, get uncomfortable with being unco uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, the, the more you feel uncomfortable, you know that you're doing something way out of reach and yeah. no one is doing what you're doing. Sure. So I'll, I'll be honest, man. Like I've, I've been hustling like this six years, like dealt with so much uncertainty and so much honestly pain and struggle and uncomfortableness and, and discomfort. And, I personally, I relish in that. Like, you know, I love pushing myself, but you know, I had a few months off recently. We, we've talked about this. Yeah. A yeah. Bit. Yeah. Like, you know, after, and this is why I needed to get you in here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you <laughs> yeah, know, no. you know, like after dealing with like a restaurant fire and yeah. just the struggles, like with the stress of the pandemic and deal, you know what I mean? Like last yeah, year, it just, it just, 2020 just didn't treat me very well. So let me just yeah. say that. Yeah. Yeah. No, for so sure. Last, like, so the last quarter of it, you know, I just kind of took some time off, honestly, just farted around for like farted around for three months. And, um, you know, there's something to say for that too. You know, like if we're pushing ourselves and pushing ourselves, but at the same time, not able to enjoy the journey. Cause there's a certain point like where being just being uncomfortable was not comfortable for me. Yeah. And I would say that time of rest, um, rejuvenated me and got me ready for this year to be able to put myself back in that position to push and to be that. So, uh, you know, again, like it, it's a balance for you sure. Know? No, no, no. I'm not, I'm, I'm not advocating like, Hey, just fucking grind all day and, and, <laughs> and just do that. I think it's just, it's just a, in the topic of like, you know, you don't need an uncomfortable weather mm. to have yeah, the mindset totally. to like, Totally. Oh man, like I need to get through it, I you know, whatever, you know, agree. so that, that, that's all I was trying to point yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I, um, I get that for and, sure. And I guess I, we're, we kind of jumped around a little bit, but I know you got to the fire, but so once you got to Cali, right? Okay. After Chicago. Sure. Where, when did, did AC the chef, like when, when oh, was he born, yeah, right? Yeah. When was, when was that guy? <laughs> so it's, it's funny you bring that up. I don't know. Um, I would say about 2012, 2013, um, after I was kind of recovered and I kind of got myself back, felt was in my groove. And then I kind of realized, you know, I, I was trying to pursue that career in my degree 
for like a year and a half and nothing was really sticking. Nothing really stood out to me. I think the universe knew that I didn't want any of those jobs. Mm. I think the people interviewing me knew I didn't want any of those jobs. Yeah. Um, you know, you could just, yeah, I mean, it's the energy. Tell. Yeah, tell. If, if the passion's and, there, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna definitely see yeah. it. Yeah. So I mean, like you know, it's crazy because I remember like um, I was Bourdain's like Bourdain show was like popping around that time. Oh yeah. Uh, not even what was it? It was no reservations. It oh, wasn't yeah, even yeah. his his CNN show. And um, I just remember writing down on a piece of paper like, you know, one of my one of my goals is to be someone. who what does it say exactly? I forgot, but it says, I want to be someone who's seeing the world and, and making food. I didn't say chef. Yeah. You know, I made sure that, like, I wanted to do Bourdain's job, kind of. You know what I'm saying? So where you're going yeah. to people's places and eating their food, right? Yeah, yeah. And I wanted that. I mean, that. D- definitely, that could still happen for you, though, right? Oh, like, a lot of these things that you're seeing right now. But the crazy thing is, is that I, it did happen for me because, <laughs> like... You know, my pop-up started 2012, 2013. You know what I did? I did a traveling pop-up. I was, I went to New York, Chicago, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington. Like I've been, I've been around doing pop-ups. But that's, that's that's the, that's where you're preparing in those uncomfortable areas, right? Mm -hmm. Where you haven't been to these places. You don't know how the weather is. You don't know how the knife set up. You don't know how the, wherever you're popping up at is going to have your, your thing but that's building you up for where you are right now and where you could go from there absolutely yeah Um, that was a lot of that was a lot of bullshit i put up with a lot of like you're go you're trying to schedule a 100 person five course brunch in boston without having seen the restaurant without having having seen the kitchen would never worked with these people you're doing it the week before in california like you're trying to source ingredients like that was a freaking mission and but we did it well that and like (laughs) like the lessons learned from that make like i said they make you better right they definitely put you in in, it's like i always equate stuff to working out right like Uh you don't stretch that muscle if you Uh don't max out right like if you didn't want to serve over 100 people not many people can say that they they do that and oh i could do that i could do it in another state Mm -hmm. and i could do it with my eyes closed or you know what i mean like yeah. you would have it that you know that um that muscle memory down because you've done it right? sure and being in other states i think you know that's where the the flexibility is and mm-hmm. being able to adapt to any situation and yeah it, it, it's definitely needed like it's you stretching that that muscle yeah i mean i'd say that like just generally speaking i've, I've always been very resourceful and I wouldn't have taken that chance if I didn't think I could do it. And I did it, you know, um, it's kind of like, I like the metaphor of like maxing out because you max out and you try to reach a state of failure, you know, when you work yeah. out. And to be honest, I pushed myself to the point where like, I didn't fail, but you know, like there are definitely some mistakes, some things that you can do better and you learn from it, you get yeah. better from it. And, um, yeah, man, those were some heavy reps for, for sure. For sure. And, and everyone did, like everyone looks at failure as a bad thing, but failure is a, is your point of actual execution. Meaning that e- even if you didn't finish it, like you're m- max out, right? Mm-hmm. That's, you're still finishing that, uh, that whatever your idea was. Like, sure, uh, sure, You know sure. what I mean? Like yeah. everyone looks at failure as a bad thing, but if you're not failing, 
right? That means yeah. you're not doing anything outside of what every, anyone else is. It's about mitigating the failures that you have because we're gonna, like, I put it this way, is like, you know, I, I, I feel like as human beings, we're not infallible. And say, for instance, we get it right 97% of the time, just throwing in random. Yeah, yeah, it, right? for sure. Yeah. So 97% of the time we hit it right. And those, those, that three out of a hundred, those are our failures. And I think like, it's crazy for the average person, maybe in a week, they try to shoot a hundred times, but for like people that are really ambitious, like you and I, we shoot a thousand times. So it's not three yeah. mistakes a week, it's 30. And it's just like, at least for me, like it weighs on you more and more and it makes you better the more you fail for sure. Yeah, no, it's, it's controlled failure, right? Yeah. Like, you, you know, you want to hit a point of like, just do it like as, as, as the best as you can. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's not going to always go perfect. You could plan it yeah. out, but there's, there's variables that, that change your result. Yeah. And sometimes you, they're, they're just out of your control and you can't worry about them. For sure. And because if you did, it would d definitely be worse in that situation. I think um, one yeah. of the things, just to piggyback off the failure thing, is like even further than just failing, being accountable for your failures. That is one thing that... Um, just accountability. Just accountability yeah. in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just because, saying... because, I mean, to be honest, like, it, it's hard. It's hard. It's humbling. And it's really, you got to, like, that's, you're eating some humble pie when you admit you're wrong, but, or that you've messed up. But you know what? If you can do that, Honestly, man, like not only for yourself, but for everybody else around you, you're like, you're, you're growing so much. And, and that's what I've learned the most, right? Like, uh -huh. is that, you know, from all these um, careers that I've had, is that, you know, the more honest I am with people. Yeah. You know, like, like damn, I messed up, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and it's just like, I, now, if they're in their right mind, they'd be like, shit, man, like, no, it, it could, it's a two-way Fuck, man. I hate saying this, but it's like that two-way street. Mm -hmm. You know, you own up to your shit. And they're like, you know what? I could have helped that situation too. Sure. You know? So it's... Yeah. I, I've done that a couple of times in meetings. I'm like, fuck, guys. I'm sorry, man. And they're like, no, no. It's like, it's not your fault. You know what I mean? Like, because mm. everyone starts thinking like, oh, shit. Like, I could have probably helped that situation right. too. Like, it, it's definitely... You have to... Yeah. I think the more you're just... Yeah, you said it. That you hit it right on the head about accountability. It's like, yeah. what's wrong with that? That's, that's you, there's actually... There's really nothing wrong. Like, once you admit to just fault, I mean, it makes it so much easier. Oh, now, yeah. if you repeated it multiple times, like, right. okay, come on, dude. Like, you know... That's different. It's different. That's different. But, yeah. you know, you, you, I'm hoping that you, you have some lessons learned from that and yeah. you, you make I, it... I think um, right. I would say like my lesson learned from that. Honestly, like that's my big thing for this year is like, not that I wasn't accountable in the past, but I want to hold myself to that standard. And I realized that like, which I was for the most part, could always do better. But I realized last year that I was trying to hold other people to that standard. They weren't meeting it. And that's when it's hard. That's when it's hard is like, at least for me, like learning to be a leader is like, you can't lead people if they don't respect you and they're not going to be accountable if they don't respect you. Mm -hmm. And so for me, like I want people that I care about to, I think accountability is a big thing more so than honestly, more so than a lot of other traits. Yeah. And I'm not saying like they might not, they might, people might not fuck up for me and that's great. But when people do and then they won't own up to it, then that's just like, to me, that's a sign of character and it's a sign. Oh, of, for sure. I of, mean, I, yeah. I tell my guys all the time, like, look, man, I, I'm super transparent with, yeah. with the team. I tell them like, look, it's not, 
it's not anything that we're doing, but you know, just, and I didn't, when I was looking for people, mm. I never looked for people. Like I need a barista. I need this. I don't need any of that. Like, I don't even want you to know how to make anything here. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I want you to be an honest person sure. and be able to learn from my mistakes. And uh -huh. you, you know, as long as you are consistent and accountable, like all these, you know, character uh, traits, right? Yeah. Just, yeah, man, if you mess up, just tell me. Like, I, I'm, I'm uh -huh. okay, you know, with, with, with that. You know, yeah. just, I'd rather yeah. you tell me instead of me pointing it out. And it, <laughs> it, it, it's hard, you know, like, yeah. that's the uncomfortable part is being sure. honest. And if, if they were your friend and if you really cared about that person, you would tell them because it's, it's the right thing to do, you know? You know I wish funny? someone told me when I was younger. Yeah, like, you know what's funny is like I was thinking about it last week because like we were so, hey listener, we were supposed to record this last week. I know. But somebody was <laughs> not, didn't, like messed well, up. We, we won't say any names. Um, no, no, no. But, it was me. I, I definitely did not... Um, I was not prepared mentally, physically, and, 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 uh, and, and you know. For but. sure. I, I don't want people to, I, I honestly want to talk to so many people, right? Like, uh -huh. that's selfish in me, but I think I'm, that's how I work on, on, my, on being better. Sure. Because I'll, I will learn from other people and what they say and how, you know, their blueprint to where they are right now. Mm -hmm. And I want also other people to know where you are. Like, you're human, one, mm -hmm. right? And there will be mistakes. Like, if you're, like I said, these failures, mistakes, whatever you want to call them, like, sure. you need, like I said, if you are failing a, a, a lot, right? You know, they don't talk, a, it's like hard to explain and define, mm -hmm. right? Like, if if they don't see that mm -hmm. it's like they think it's like a linear success thing like everyone thinks that mm. there's no bumpy roads here mm -hmm. but when you're at a high level and you're trying to uh you know kill it every single time mm -hmm. you're 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 gonna it's red redlining and maxing out whatever that mm -hmm. metaphor you were saying right it's you're, you're doing it right no one ever talks about Michael Jordan missing a thousand shots yeah. before he got good. He yeah, got, yeah. you know, there, there's all these examples. Sure. That, yeah. you know, there's no, there's no such thing as that progression. You just got to know if, if that's your thing, it's not going to be a pretty ride. But if you like the process and enjoy that mm -hmm. the most and learning from it, it, you don't think about that. Like it, it's almost numbing to, to mm -hmm. me. Like it's, it's harder giving up. Sure. You know, to me, I'm like, why? Like, I wouldn't want that because I would regret it if I didn't try my hardest to like try to do something. Because, for example, like you, you'll be locked up in uh, a hospital bed, right? Mm -hmm. you, after that point, you're like, fuck, am I ever going to get out of here? Mm. Like, I wish I would have done this. Okay. You, you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to regret those things. Mm -hmm. And no one can take that away from you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think you're absolutely right in the sense that you gotta, like you said, like, it's not, it's not a linear progression. It's, there's, it, it's, it, there's a lot of lows that come with these highs, 
you know and the one thing that people you know like when people are telling me like yo i want to be an entrepreneur is like yo i want to be a pop-up um the two things i say to them is first of all stop thinking about it just fucking do it like honestly just fucking do it honestly stop fucking thinking do it i think it comes better when it (laughs) when I don't say stuff like that. Because <laughs> I want everyone to agree, like, no, nah, man, like, I keep on telling people, just, it, it, it's not gonna hurt. I'm telling you, uh, you're no, gonna- No, 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 it's, it, gonna, it's gonna hurt, but, in, yeah. It, it'll, it'll be hurt it. it'll be worth more it. if you didn't get mm-hmm. to do it, and you're like, you're in that spot where you can't do mm-hmm. anything about it. I think yeah. that's when it's gonna, you're gonna realize, like, oh, mm-hmm. man, I shouldn't. When you have the chance. Yeah, it's like, dude, uh-huh. And anything that you want, right? You know you have to do that work to get it. Like, it's just, you yeah. know. Yeah. It's just like you don't want to do the things that you don't want to <laughs> do sometimes. And it's easier just to say like, nah, I'll do it tomorrow or whatever. You know, it's like. Yeah, but <laughs> that doesn't get you anywhere. No, and that's what I'm like, saying is that yeah. you, you just have to be able to, to, to weather that storm. Yeah. You know, and like, like I said, it, everyone is lucky right now where we're at. Like, mm-hmm. The worldwide is like I, I know everyone keeps on like focusing on the news stuff. I'm like, dude, it has no effect on me right now. Like I don't watch the, I don't watch the news first mm-hmm. of all. Like I, because I, I don't like watching negative things. Like I I rather surround myself around positive people mm-hmm. because that's that's all you'll be like your your outer being right like yeah. around positive people and you're just For like sure. oh man just lifting each other up man. It's just like yeah, the gym yeah. right. The gym is like that. Mm-hmm. When they're like, get, you know, get that weight up. You, you, it's that momentum, you know, you're, you're kind of helping each other. With right, that. right, right. Yeah, it's, it's for me, um, I, don't, I don't avoid the news, but I, I keep it tight. I'm just like, all right, yeah. once a day. I look at those yeah, headlines. No, I, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm not advocating like, no, man, no, no, don't no. watch me. I know you're not. I know yeah. you're not. But, like, I, but at the same time, like for me, I cut off social media for three months. That was one of the best things I've ever done for my life. And honestly, I don't really care about getting back on it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, you do what you got to do. If you can't watch the news right now, don't watch it. If yeah. You, if you, you and if, if it's like social media, I, I know everyone gets on social media. It, for me, I... I avoided it. Uh-huh. I was 38. Well, 38? 37. Well, how old are you now? I'm 39. Asian don't raisin, man. <sighs> I guess. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of life change, lifestyle change stuff that definitely kind of diverted the, the aging process, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's those things where... where I, it, it's hard hard to explain mm-hmm. um i mean i mean like with social media and with like the news like we're today we're more wired and more thrown with so much more information than we're used to like i remember the times before we had cell phones you know yeah. what i'm saying and life was just simpler that's it that just like you can't put it any other way it's just simpler and, and I guess, t- like I said, I was trying to avoid it, man. Like I was trying to avoid, <laughs> yeah. like social media shit. Sure. And I just got into it because it was free, like free to <laughs> advertise the business. Yeah. I'm saying that's yeah, all. Yeah, that's yeah, all. Yeah. That's all I really use it for, and I don't even yeah. think it works. Like I'm so. It non- does. 
It does because honestly, like <laughs> now it's a necessity because if I didn't see you online, I wouldn't know you, you know you online. Yeah. You know, I mean, it makes more sense because when we met in person, For that's sure. when the real connection was there. Yeah. But would I really know what you, what you were up to? Would I know a lot more about, you know, your mission if I didn't have in social media and you weren't putting it there? Then unfortunately, like without those stories, without those narratives that other people are seeing. Yeah. You can't really be successful nowadays. Yeah. And. I mean, there, there, there are, right? There's anomalies, right? You just got to play the long game, sure. right? Like a, a good example is Dave Chappelle, right? Like he doesn't really, he's not, on, he's not active at yeah. all, but he has a ton of followers before yeah. social media. I mean, these are obviously different um, people. He's a unique case for sure. But yeah. I'm just saying he's just like us. Like he didn't, he still doesn't like really focus on social media stuff. No. And he, but he's just he believed in what he wanted right like he mm -hmm. his story he gave up that that deal or whatever mm -hmm. but that deal came with a lot of baggage right and mm -hmm. that's why he said nope i'm i'm good i'm i'm out you know i'm out of the game yeah. for a little bit and he became more famous because he chose that path like he chose to fight um the yeah. big because it, it, you know, it like, would have been a shame if like we were like, oh man, I love the first three seasons of Chappelle's show. Because, you know, we'd be like, he fell off the fourth and fifth and sixth. You but know, I'm but like, he stuck. He, that was like game changer. That was right? amazing. That was such a, and there, honestly. There's no one that I don't know that doesn't know that show. Like globally. Like yeah. that's how famous, Yeah. you know. Yeah. And he's, he's just, he's he was deal, just man. himself. Like he was always funny. Uncompromising. And I'm like, dude, that I, yeah, everyone hated on that Netflix special, the last one. I was like, dude, he's just being honest. He's bro. spitting a lot more truth than you're ready to, to and, handle. <laughs> and what people don't understand, too, it's a, like, you know, it's kind of a, what is that word I'm trying to, I always use. But it's like a, well, maybe, no, it's like half truths, right? Half truths of his comedy but it's like dark but like it's real like there's there's a nugget of truth in there for sure sometimes You're just more like, than a nugget but yeah yeah and everyone's like oh man i can't believe you said that i'm like dude it's he you're you <laughs> paid to see a comedian yeah you know to 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 make some jokes yeah i mean don't get mad at that man like you, you pay for somebody's worldview you put you sit in that audience to look at one person and get his perspective on the world and take it or leave it yeah like they shouldn't be fighting him like just he's he's doing the best he's saying I mean, what he wants to say yeah and there's no one stopping like dude you're, you're good yeah yeah yeah. um but. so i guess the the when and i'm sorry i i'm the same way about like title stuff uh -huh. like when did so in 2012 you were doing your pop-ups right for, from 2012 it was oh. it was not even i didn't even do the pop-ups like i was just and under same name just, same um, okay so my llc is called so good and delicious there's like a big inside joke around it but um that was what i was going by for a while until 2014 i came up with the name rice and shine and um there's an inside joke between that too but <laughs> <laughs> basically it was just i don't know but you know like what you held on man you can't say it and then not oh tell. i mean it, it was just like we were just let like, everyone inside the yeah, joke yeah, so yeah, then yeah, we could yeah, all yeah. laugh at the well joke. rice and shine was basically like when i when we go out to drink like i'm always the first one up for some reason and i'm always there making the leftover fried rice so like i like like nobody wants to get up at eight but I still go into the room with fried rice and make everybody get up and eat. 
And we just started saying rice in China and just fucking stuck. And it was cool. like, I started doing a Filipino brunch and like it worked out. So um, that's why I think that it was important to say that because mm. I, I, that right there mm -hmm. shows you that you're, you're at your dream stage already. Meaning that you were waking up before everybody else was and you were just... <laughs> You're yes. just doing your thing, right? Like yeah. that was like your meditation or your sure. what you felt comfortable. That's how with. I dealt with hangovers. And 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 there was like there was something waking you up mm. to do that thing and to find out that was your thing, right? That is that is your dream, mm. right? And that's what it's, it's keeping you up. You're like, oh, I need to wake up at this time to yeah, you know, natural natural like caregiving through food. Is that's definitely what I learned from my dad, what I learned from my family, and like. I think ultimately like that's what I take after and that's what if I had to think about like the like the the reasoning behind why I do my work is a bunch of different reasons but the engine behind it the intention behind it is because I watched my family I watched my dad in particular take care of people through food mm -hmm. you know? so well, sorry I, yeah. I guess the other thing is too before you was there any chefs no 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 official chefs but like my family, like every Filipino family eats a lot. Every yeah. Filipino family, but like oh, I think everyone's a cook too. And everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like everyone's a everybody's cook. a cook. But um, I'll be honest, man. Like I'm, I'm not. I, 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 I we were just, we're different still. We're still different. Who? Man, my family. Oh, like, okay. my family was still different. Um, I'm not saying, and I'm not putting anybody down, but everybody's Lola is the best Lola. You know what I mean? Everybody's oh, yeah. adobo is the best adobo. I get it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, there's just something different about how like we just had such high standards for each other. Like, you, you'll be surprised. Like, it was just, it was just like, I, I, for the rest of my life, even today, is like I didn't eat as well as I did when I was younger. Even though I can cook my own meals, even though I eat out at all my friends' places, like, nah, dog. Like that food was was good shit yeah, like yeah, top yeah. to bottom and there's never a bad meal <laughs> yeah i mean especially i think when you're sitting in that seat right you yeah, know yeah. that they're obviously you know they're preparing that meal right and mm -hmm. i think a lot of that that emotion from their passion is into the food right mm -hmm. you feel it you mm -hmm. taste it and you're like damn that's good yeah you know that's good yeah like you already know I didn't really get exposed to like soulless food until college. And I thought like, oh, college is going to be great. There's going to be a dining hall. Yeah. And I was just like, I was just like there. Is that what they had on the brochure? They're like, hey, look, it's like look Disneyland this. up in it's this like, bitch. They, like, when I did my visit, like, it was like, look, it, there's a waffle maker. I was like, oh, shit. And like, I get there and I'm just like, this is it all, all grungy ass, this like waffle all maker. trash. And it is just like, ah. It was bad, but um, I don't know. Like it, it's just like my my um, you know like I didn't even start doing my pop until 2013, and they're so good and delicious. 2014 was when I started rice and shine, and I was lost, man. I was moving between. So the the rice rice and shine, right? Uh -huh. Was that uh, here still? Like here, like in LA? Well, that's the thing. It was it was a, it was a traveling pop up. So the first one was in San Diego. Oh. Second one was in LA. Third one and fourth one was in Chicago. <laughs> Fifth one was in Boston. Sixth and, one was. And in how New York. were these gigs like? How, how was? Because I want I want people to see the blueprint, right? Like to, oh, to how you got the there. The blueprint is like to to how the, to get huh. there, right? Like the blueprint meaning, is cold. Okay, who, huh? 
Blueprint is just cold meeting people on social media, seeing like, hey, there's a Filipino person in Boston. Yeah. Let me hit them up. That's literally what I was doing. Oh, oh no, I know. I, I know that, but I want, uh -huh. you can tell me, right? But I want people, this is why the podcast is super important is, okay. it's not me telling anyone. I'm like, no, I totally agree with what you're saying. Like, okay. I, I'm, I'm on your side. Okay. I just want people um, behind this to be like, oh, this is how he did it. So, and it's like the truth. Like, no, it's not easy, but yeah, you have to contact somebody. You, you know what I mean? No, like, what, so what are you asking necessarily? Like, cause I mean, if, if what you're like, I'm not implying any of it is easy from top to bottom. No, 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 no. I, I'm not like, implying that either. I'm just yeah. saying that the simple things that you're doing in order to get not simple things, but the, the, the things in order to get the gigs, right? So uh -huh. you had to contact people yeah. on social media so that people have some reference like, oh, I never thought about doing that. I want to do this pop-up idea or whatever. Uh -huh. How about starting small? Let's hit up this person on social media. Maybe they're local, right? Yeah. I'm just saying from, you know, your perspective and your experience, uh -huh. that's it. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's all well, I'm asking. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like, I would approach these people and at that point, nobody knew what a pop-up was. I, I was doing something that nobody else was doing, yeah, yeah. which was taking other people's spaces and doing my own thing out of it. The way I describe it to people is like, let me just use your place as my restaurant for a day. For sure. And I would have to write out proposals. I'd have to draft up like, this is a profit share. I'd have to give them like a, basically to convince them, I needed to show them like, spell it out for them. So. That was the work I had to do. Yeah. Cold call and see if they were down with this with the product that I was trying to put out there. And then after that, then you know I'd reach out to my contacts, the people that were helping me out with it. Some a lot of these times I had I had partners doing the pop ups with me. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, man, it's a big production, and honestly, like most of it, for a lot of it, I was doing solo. You know, like from the top down, from marketing. Yeah, you were the sales, social media guy. You were the marketing. You were everything. Chef. Trust me. Yeah. Freaking delivery guy. Fucking. But dishwasher. I, I think that's <laughs> how you develop your, yeah. the leadership skills or whatever you mm -hmm. want to amount to, right? Like, I, you have that experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, no one can say that they've done it. I mean, I would say like, that, but that's the thing is like when people. When people want to know what I do and like, I'm, I'm not going to mince words. Like I'm, I'm pretty well known in the community by the, at this point. And this is partially because of longevity, partially because I hit a couple home runs, like with the Wu-Tang dinners and rice and shine. Um, and it's like, I didn't get here by not messing up. I didn't get here by, by honestly, t the quality even I got here because I was consistent and I was persistent. Um, and the way that you are successful is you just start, you know, that's literally it. Like you think like McDonald's is known for their quality. They're known for their consistency. They're known because they put that much work into the game and they were able to leverage that and scale. And, you know, for anybody that wants to be successful, like if you want to be, if you want to be monetarily successful, you gotta, you gotta think about you got to think of every decision as one that's going to be either making you money or losing money for you. And, um, 
down to like how you season something like is it or what you put on the menu it's like is this menu item gonna give me like are people gonna be down for this is this gonna make them want to come back and a lot of the dishes i made like early on honestly it was <laughs> they didn't even use the word meme back then but they were almost just like yo like a longanisa scotch egg like <laughs> fuck like you want to share that you know what i mean yeah um you know maha blanca pancakes like this was stuff that nobody was really doing but they it would it was provocative you know yeah yeah like it was putting stuff out there at the time like now man i'm just one of another freaking thousand <laughs> fusion chefs out there now but yeah but i like i said <laughs> dude it, it, you could have the same thing yeah but there's there's so many factors For sure. to make it different. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Down to the down to the water, down to you, you know what I'm saying. Down to the molecule uh, and the person. Like, like I said, like every decision makes makes a difference for sure. Yeah, yeah. So no, and, and I think this is the main reasons why I do these podcasts. Is I want I want people to see, you know, if they're trying to achieve, like whatever this title or whatever you're trying to chase. Uh -huh. that know that this is the path that must be taken mm -hmm. and this is how it looks and it sure. it may for some people it may sound scary and um i think you had said it is just man you you just got to start you need to find out right now if that is really what you want to do and uh -huh. if you don't do it you will never know yeah. right? you will never find out you yeah. just keep on wondering and wondering and just keep saying yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then nah, I'm not going to do it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to name names or whatever, or like talk down anybody, but I also know a ton of pop-ups that started and have already gone, you know, since I've started, Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. you learn when you do it, like, you know, until you're in these shoes, until you're in the trenches, until you feel like you want to break down and cry and that you want to go to sleep because you haven't slept in 28 hours, then you don't know if this is really for you. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, yeah and that's what I'm saying is, but yeah. I, like I said, it's easier to cop out and just say, nah, I'm good. Like, that's not for me. But at least yeah. you find out, right? At least you it's not, out. it's yeah. not bad that like, oh, you didn't continue. Mm. It's just, oh, you found out that that was not your thing. And mm. that's, dude, it's that the decision that you made, the person, whoever, mm -hmm. you know, maybe they're not meant for that. And, yeah. and that's okay too. And that's okay like, too. And yeah, if it's, it's, you know what I tell people too? If you love cooking, you know, keep it as your hobby first. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, if we're talking about food pop-ups particularly. Yeah, yeah. Dude. No, anything. You, I'm just talking leave, anything in particular. Anything in particular. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The thing is, is nowadays, like, especially now where like so many of us just have side hustles, it's just kind of like normal for us to have side hustles. Um, we feel like we shouldn't do anything without being able to monetize it. Like there's no hobbies anymore, you know? Yeah. Uh, at least, at least from my perspective and a lot of people that I know, it's like they took like what was something that they were just like, oh yeah, I just make cards for people to like, oh shit, I got to start an Etsy store. And then it becomes <laughs> a completely different thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the, the, the responsibility and the energy that goes behind it goes from just, you know, just from whatever the intrinsic motivation is to like extrinsic motivation. Right. You know, how do I put this on Instagram? How do I, how do I you know, put it on Etsy, how, how much do I have to make? And it's just like, you know, you, you don't have to go that far if you don't want to. It, yeah. Or just do, just do it, whatever the it is, right? Mm -hmm. Just it's, like I said, it won't hurt mm -hmm. physically won't hurt you. 
Yeah. It can only make you, like I said, stupid cliche shit about like making you stronger, you know? It's, yeah. I would rather find out like I suck at something. And that's what oh, I'm yeah, trying to, yeah, that, yeah. and that's what I'm trying to do right now. I'm finding out. You know what I mean? Like I <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what I'm uh -huh. really trying to find out like is my my anything that I'm weak at. Uh-huh. I'm totally out of my space uh -huh. and I'm super uncomfortable. Uh -huh. I feel like you know, I'm in the ocean, right? And I just I'm just kind of fucking like just floating yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. But I I, I'm not like, oh man, like I can't do it. I'm like, it makes me hungry. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, like I have to swim. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. feeling. We start by learning how to tread water, doggy paddle, and then you just learn how to swim. Yeah. And then, you know, like kudos for you on that, man. Like people, but you know, like more people than you know, more of us than they know, than listeners, than you know. Like, we're all fucking trying to learn how to swim. I'm still trying to learn how to swim. But that, that's, a, <laughs> that's a good thing. Like, if we assume that we know everything about swimming, uh -huh. that's, it's infinite, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's the beauty of, of that. Mm -hmm. you, know, you can't think that you're an expert at, at anything. No, stay humble, I, man, for sure. Like, the further <laughs> I get down this journey, this uh -huh. journey that I'm on right now, I'm finding out I don't know a lot. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I just don't know. And mm -hmm. for me, that's the curiosity. Yeah. Right? The curiosity and that's what for me, that's the exciting part. I don't know you know where it's going, but I know that I keep focused on on just the mission, right? Yeah. Is just keep that's all I think about. That's all I think about. And I don't think about like the the other external things that I that can affect my mission. Sure. So I just kind of just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. This is this is part two now. I, I hope <laughs> the first part um, captured it. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I fucked up. <laughs> We're talking about accountability hey, on this shit. There you go. You know, it's really easy. I did fuck up. I nah, don't. It's it's <laughs> dude. It's it is what it is. Like no 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 skin off whatever. Something, yeah. Something. <laughs> so the summary is that uh, AC is awesome. <laughs> uh, so the the timeline was 2005 you went to chicago yep uh five years after 2010 you mm -hmm. came back from chicago mm -hmm. uh, and with the marketing and advertising advertising right PR and advertising degree and then you yeah. come back to california two years later you come up with a pop-up mm -hmm. this is rise and shine rice rice rice, rice and shine right and so I think this is where we left off. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. after the pop-up, how, how long was this pop-up? I mean, the pop-up, I was going by Rice and Shine up until the restaurant because we actually did a go, uh, not a go from me, a Kickstarter in 2019, the summer, yeah. uh, to raise money for the restaurant. And by then, I actually didn't know what we were going to name the restaurant. People were assuming it was going to be called Rice and Shine, but it just felt right um to keep rice and shine as our catering business name and mm -hmm. our events name and um name the restaurant after my dad so that was actually up until 20 i mean we still use the name rice and shine yeah it's just there's no events to do so yeah yeah <laughs> um but, but yeah so so how long in in rice and shine were you doing the pop-ups for like after you um, did the pop-up did you work at any other restaurants I mean, I, I, you know, like I had stints here and there, to be honest, for the most part, um, I don't like using the word self-taught, but I definitely just learned on my own. 
Um, There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't have as much of an industry background as most people, but I played to my strengths, and that's kind of what I knew what I was good at. Like, if you drop me, to be honest, man, I've been fired from four different by four different chefs because I just didn't I just didn't work well or I didn't know what I was doing, and that was during my pop ups and. Um, talk about failure <laughs> yeah i mean but, um, that, it's telling you something like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's telling you honest it's honestly telling you what you what you need to work on yeah right like and, yeah, yeah. and it's that it made you better you're mm -hmm. standing here right now talking yeah you know what i mean like you're yeah it's stung man i mean it's stung but like after getting fired the first time, you know, I still went out and got fired a second time, third time, fourth time. But those and are the, these, these peaks and valleys, right? Peaks and valleys, like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like these progression stuff. I, I mean, I will say this, like I gamble big and a lot of times I fall short. That's just who I am is I take big chances. <laughs> big um, risk. Big risk, you yeah. know, big risk, big reward, exactly. you know, but I think that's um, everyone. And that's, that's just the kind of person that I am. I will say that um, I do it. <laughs> I'll be just completely bluntly, I do it to an unhealthy level, maybe a pathological level, but that's because I dream really big. Like I dream huge and um, I've been able to rein it in and learn like, all right, let me, let me make better decisions, but I definitely know that I haven't made the best decisions in the past. Um, you know, sometimes you just, you just, you know, like I, it's funny because people, <laughs> People like say like, oh, you're so inspiring, you know, like can't, you know, so I think it's so cool that you're doing what you, you know, what you do. And um, it's funny because like when people say that to me, I'm just like, yo, honestly, like it's almost like I can't do anything else. Like I personally cannot not be a lone wolf right now. I personally cannot not do this thing that nobody else has ever done that I don't know if it's going to work, you know? And a lot of times, honestly, financially, it didn't work. But what it did is they built my name, built my reputation, built me as a person. Um, and I've had a lot of instability and a lot of loss in my life because of it, you know? Like, talking about the dark side of things, like, I just can't help it. You know, I can't help but take these big risks. And it's, like, like it's a reward, right? Yeah. You're gonna keep going for these big risks because yeah, yeah. it's it's gonna be worth it in the mm -hmm. whenever the end comes and you don't ever want it to end. So that's mm -hmm. why you're you're doing these big big things. That's like striving. Keep keep going. Keep you know going through the walls and and finding out where yeah. your you know your strengths, weaknesses, whatever you want to uh, focus on or whatever. But it's... I think the the more uncomfortable things that you do. Right. And this yeah. is uncomfortable for you. This is not, this, this is not your thing by trade. This isn't, you know, you're, you, you said it, the self-taught thing and that that's never bad. I think that's, that's where my example stands on, mm -hmm. you know, where I think it's that the person that's in what, whatever they're trying to do, mm -hmm. if they're so out of that realm, they come up with creative stuff that they've learned in other industries or whatever. And I think that's what is game changing, right? Mm -hmm. Because everyone was so used to that standard, like, oh, that's all they do in food or whatever. Mm -hmm. No, what if I did this? And they're like, oh shit, like that's mind blowing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, but that's so from somewhere else. 
Mm-hmm. So I think. Yeah, and that, I think that's one of the strengths that I have is um, because I'm not industry, because I didn't go to culinary school, because I didn't come up the traditional totem pole. Um, well, have, you, you kind of did, right? Because you said that you did work at these other restaurants, right? It's not like you didn't start from the bottom, right? Well, I mean, the traditional totem pole where like, you know, you start off as a line cook, move up to like. But you, you know, you know you, you, tell me if you agree or this agree, agree or not, but does your does your experience outweigh, you know, something that you would learn in a book? Or something, right? Like maybe there would have been some fundamental stuff that you would have learned, right? In, in, in the book level. Well, well, that's what I'm saying is like, I think it's a different, I think it's a different um, education I got because, because I don't have that education or that experience, like I would do things on my, on my own, like, you know, like, which I know we both value. Um, and that fresh perspective is what allowed me to cook what I cook, to use the techniques that I know how to use because one of the biggest challenges I have is when I have like an industry cook come in and I have to teach them how I mess things. Like I purposely do things wrong to get the flavor or the texture or the mm. result in a dish that I like. Like if I were, like I give you like my ginetan like gulai and you're just like, what is the depth of that? What's that depth of flavor? You know what I do? I fucking burn the shit out of that coconut milk. Mm. And every time I try to teach that to a chef, another cook, yeah. they can't do it. Yeah. They can't do it. Like yeah. they literally just like, they they instinctively cannot burn it and yeah. i'm just like no 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 you see this you see this and i'm like look at how burnt that is and yeah. they're like they, they can't yeah. do it they can't yeah, because they're they're so stuck on the way right like yeah. th- that's why i think a lot of people get boxed in is not, i'm not saying that the people that went to culinary school are, are thing it's just if you're that good you would look outside of that sometimes you're like you yeah, know let me try it this way mm. you know let me try it this way yeah you know, you'll figure what's going to be good. Sure. You won't let anything go out that's not. Right, right, I mean, right. Because right, that's right. How, how dedicated you are to your craft. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that's why most of these people, and I, I don't know if I said it before, but the Elon Musk example, right? Everyone uh-huh. thought, you can't make no car. Guess what? He's pretty successful now, isn't he? And he's yeah. never been in automotive industry or made rockets or uh-huh. made underground tunnel systems. Yeah. And these are not new um i always use him as an example because he he is that right like he made not his industry successful like Mm -hmm. ev sector has blown up the Mm -hmm. you know how they do how they build rockets at spacex as i work there and how nasa still does it they still do it like a hundred year old um way they do it the way they've always done it yeah and i'm like he just came in he's like what if we did it this way and everyone's like oh it's so efficient oh man like yeah yeah you know and that's why i think they can it yeah by the book it, it's great but i think you got to look outside of that sometimes yeah well it's like the, the 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 person who profits off of like discoveries isn't usually the first person that finds it it's the innovators it's the people that are able to use those tools and kind of break the rules you know that actually makes it's a risk yeah. it's a ri- super risk yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that they're taking right but it's like you when you see something like at least at least for me it's like i see something that somebody else can't see like you no, know what I, I, mean? well, I know that's that that's what i'm trying to get at is that you mm-hmm. know because everyone wants to believe this one way but like there's so many ways to do it mm-hmm. right yeah and everyone thinks oh man they're already doing it so you do it then like you do it the way that you would mm-hmm. you know and 
Trust me, it'll be different. But we're just we're just not. Um... We're not robots, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like everyone is different. Yeah. And we're, we're psychologically, we're... mentally, physically, like mm -hmm. there's yeah. Even the way that we do things, you could try to train someone to do it your way, and mm -hmm. they're gonna do it their way. There's a lot of systems just in our society that keep us from, you know, breaking our rules too. Like boundaries. There's, there's, <laughs> yeah. but you know, like everything has its pros and cons. Like think about like we were talking about Japanese culture. Like if they, if they don't constantly break the rules, but let's look at like the results of what they do too. You know what I mean? What do they do? I mean, like what they make the best like products or what? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like no, they don't. They don't place. I, at least from my understanding about Japanese culture and like you know, they don't place a premium on individuality, on like taking those chances, on breaking the rules. Oh no, for sure. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, I know. Uh, not to say that they, you know, there aren't people that do, but like... There's anomalies in that system too. Absolutely. But yeah, it's like, right. a, it's like, again, it's all balance. It's like, you know, like, it's, it's interesting because we see like there what the, what the ultimate efficiency extreme is of it, you know, um, versus like, a society that like we live in <laughs> yeah that we live in where we like praise like our individuality and and um i don't know man i think I, I really think like i feel like i'm just wired differently you know and, and everyone is though uh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 like it's it's 100 percent. it's because you want it more than the next person or whatever right i i think that's what it is like you're just driven to, to do your thing Mm -hmm. you know and yourself motivated or whatever uh -huh. that's that's in the person right that your decision it's mm -hmm. your decision to make mm -hmm. and it's, it's a switch man like are you down for the lowdown or not like mm -hmm. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. um so yeah i'm hoping the first part got to it because there was there was a lot <laughs> of like nuggets in there sure 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 um but so i guess fast forward to now right so uh -huh. rice and shine uh-huh you were doing that and then when did bebo like kitchen like yeah so that or the, was there anything the whole, in the middle of that right was there so rice and shine for what five years well maybe? rice and shine i mean um, i know it's still a, a facet of your business yeah, yeah. so but, rice and shine grew it kind of blew up 2018 2018 is when i realized it's like all right this is getting so big that i need to make it like a legit business because i was just making so much just doing odd jobs so I was looking for a catering kitchen. Catering kitchen slash a restaurant came up on sale in Long Beach that had a kitchen big enough to do the catering, which was ended up being the Bebot restaurant, Bebot yeah. Filipino Soul Food. We did, a, we did a Kickstarter for it in 2019, the summer, and then we did our soft opening in September. Yeah, grand opening January 2020, March 2020 hits, you know what happens. And, and then, trust me, like I already knew about you like uh, back then, because like I said, mm -hmm. I had one of my you know, when I was at the farmer's market, some lady mm. was like, dude, you got to go check this Filipino Bebo yeah, restaurant yeah, yeah. out. Go hit him up. Here's his contact. I'm like, all right. You know, and yeah, yeah. And I think I told you when I mentioned, like, dude, we we're bound to meet at some point. Like, mm -hmm. for sure. Um, and I'm like, I'm cool. You know, like uh, in due time, I just don't think I'm at his level yet. <laughs> Stupid. It's not, dude, I, I honestly, you know what? I tell every, I, I, I never turn anybody down. No, I know. But straight up. I just up, want people like, to know that. Like, like, we're human, you know? Like, there's... Well, I'm, I just only have so much... There's only so much of me to give everybody. No. <laughs> 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 but, but I really don't, like... It, sometimes I haven't replied to emails. Sometimes I just... 
you know, I haven't followed through, especially on Instagram, man. I'm sorry, but if you're hitting me up on it for a business thing on Instagram, I'm old school. At least email me. At least. Yeah. Um, people trying to make business deals on Instagram, and I'm just like, dude. Yeah. If you, uh, you know what? A big filter for me is if people message me, and I'm just like, hey, this is a great idea. You know, why don't we continue this conversation via email? Yeah. And then they don't follow up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but a it's, a, it's a good indication. Look, if, it's a good if indication. they can you know meet you whatever 56 percent or whatever or 60 percent of you know this idea well, you know yeah. like okay for uh, me it's just a trail too it's like how do you really get efficient i don't think it's efficient to just fucking text somebody about a business deal yeah I, so I'm, I'm old school too man I, I tell people like i hate email i hate texting mm. i hate it all mm -hmm. i just call me man like it's so much You're easier because yeah, 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 yeah. like the emotion that i have excites them right sure. and and i'm excited to yeah, talk yeah, to yeah, somebody yeah. like text, that, that, that's a lost art text you know? is definitely I, i'm the same way i'm the same way but when it comes to like kind of like like uh i don't know i for me it's calling it's a mix it's a mix it's a or it's, back in the day when i used to be able to go pager. places i would do in person yeah oh for sure yeah yeah i mean th that's yeah. always like the best right but um yeah so just you know about the restaurant so you know like we were kind of doing our thing we were doing really well got a la times review in january grand opening in january uh i was just starting to hit my stride man like my whole plan for that place was only like the majority of the business that was going to be going through there would have been the catering kitchen because I knew a restaurant itself mm -hmm. was not going to support it. Yeah. So my goal was to be like, all right, let's crush it with catering. And I had six clients lined up for last year. <laughs> like I got down to one. Yeah, yeah. And that's like just so many people hurt from last year. And, for you know, sure. uh, definitely we were one of them. But at the same time, we were able to make a lot of lemonade because we took those lemons and or that calamansi and <laughs> yeah and we uh started that community kitchen and uh that was really just done without i wasn't asking for any donations at the time but we were just giving food to the community because yeah, yeah. i knew a lot of the filipino community in long beach underemployed essential workers elderly just a lot of populations that were going to be affected by this pandemic and so that's what we started and like we were crushing it man like we were and then like we got up to about 60 families a week that we were serving hot meals to. Yeah. We had to shift to groceries just because there were so many, um, so many families that we had to feed. And I was on the path of just starting it as a nonprofit yeah. um, before we had a fire in August and um, fire burnt down the restaurant. So we don't really have a home right now, but we're trying to get community kitchen back up, working on getting it as a nonprofit. Um, I'm really motivated because the work that we were doing, like, they're definitely, the community is not doing better off than they were in at March. For sure, yeah. Or in August when we ended. So my approach now, too, has shifted from just doing food assistance. And we're trying to come, we're working on a holistic uh, approach to improving our community health. Um, we're going to be providing a lot more uh, vegetables, um, providing them with, you know, recipe cards, information on how to, eat healthier we're going to yeah. be doing regular outreach to them to check in especially with the seniors who are isolated you yeah. know like just doing weekly check-ins with them how are you like and did you enjoy the meal kit did yeah. you you know what i mean like that, that well goes it goes a long, a long way. way that goes a long way yeah. especially 
you know, I'm blessed to have a lot of people in my life, but some people, you know, that especially like these seniors, man, they can't go out as much as they should or they could. So, you know, I want, I want the community as a whole to grow, not just, I'm not just giving out handouts. So part of the program too is um, we're going to be hiring some people within that zip code too, so that they know the community mm -hmm. and we're yeah. just reinvesting into them too, by who yeah. we're hiring. Um, and yeah, man, that's kind of the bulk of what we're going to be working on, but it's a whole freaking, it's a whole thing, man. It's a lot of work, but it's ultimately the goal is to have the community's health improve as a whole. Yeah. Over it's, 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 that's like super, uh, I mean, who, I think a lot of people miss that, like mi miss the whole thing about, you know, the you, eating healthy, yeah, all we those talked things, about this, you yeah. know, like it's just, mm -hmm. if you're not eating healthy or, or you're eating like a bunch of bad food mm -hmm. that can trigger a lot of these things, a lot of underlying conditions Yeah, yeah th that can affect it like yeah. mentally, physically, all these things, whatever you eat, that's what you're your body's processing, yeah. right? So it's, and, and food is medicine, man. Like, oh no, hundred percent. It, like it goes back, like it dates yeah. back to yeah, far as you could. Dude, you think know, about whatever's like, in history books. Traditional Chinese medicine. You think about Ayurveda, like all these uh, healing or health modalities. Like they they looked at what you consumed. Yeah. You know, like even now, like you think like, about it, like we take pills. That's like we don't call it food, but it's consuming. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I mean, they never had Oreos back then either. No, no, no. You know, so. no. They didn't. They didn't binge on Oreos if they weren't feeling good. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's. I really want to take a holistic view towards the community, and as much as I'm like tempted to like blow it up and make it a whole big thing, like I'm trying to just affect a life one 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 community member at a time. Yeah. Make sure that we're taken care of. And honestly, I really think that it's an uphill battle in the sense of like having people make better decisions because we know how bad Filipino diets can be. Yeah. You know, if you're Filipino, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, I suffer from it. I suffer. I mean, I'm still not at where I want to be health wise, but I know better. But it's it's a lot of mental stuff. It's a lot of it's a lot of access stuff. And um, if I can just get, you know, our community, if I can get somebody who never eats vegetables to eat vegetables once a week, even. That's it, a, it's that's these a small steps. Yeah, little it's small a, steps. Step. Forced decision, or it, mm -hmm. and it's look at it this way: you care, yeah, yeah. right? You care more than they care. Like so, yeah. that I think that's bigger than anything else. Like if if your care is more, right? Because yeah. you want to change a whole community on on how they look at food. You know, yeah. I think it's, it's that that will definitely like that will cascade right slowly in, into the community, and it will change their their outlook it'll change their mental like everything it's crazy because like i'm not from long beach and but it's the way that people talk about the west side is just so i think long beach in general is super supportive of the community like the community of long beach is super supportive like, yeah yeah it, like it, it i mean be. just generally like yeah they, they want to so, help each other there's a lot of long beach pride but like um but like a lot of it is kind of, I'll be honest, like after learning a bit more about the city and about the politics, like, well, it's staying in the places where they want it to, where they want it to stay. Yeah. You know, North Long Beach still suffers a lot, you know, some communities in East Long Beach and then definitely West Long Beach, like the zip code we're working in 90810 still has a lot of struggles that it deals with. Yeah. Um, underserved, under noticed, like underfunded 
you know for sure and it's crazy because when i talk to these people like i being in long beach now four years like a lot of the filipinos i meet from long beach they used they grew up on the west side and mm -hmm. it's like it's almost like they escaped it that's how they talk about it and i'm just like man like <laughs> You know, like, and it, it's not, you know, you know, I don't like putting values on neighborhood, but it's not the quote unquote best neighborhood. Yeah. And it's a lot of lower class, you know, like it's not, it's, it's very blue collar and there is some crime there, but you know, like starting with the holistic and starting with the diets, it's, like that's it's, gonna it's be- the, It's this small change that's gonna make a bigger change in the future, right? Like you can't so. expect yeah, that- Yeah, this is a long term Yeah, this thing. is, and you gotta yeah. look at, the game that way mm -hmm. you're playing the long game Absolutely. and it's better to know that it's going to be a long game yeah. bro like in that kind of you know the, the how the spread can be it's going to be small right and then it's going to perpetuate it's, it's like that ripple effect yeah right it's, it's going to start hitting other you know well, north gonna, side west you know, side you know it's going to alleviate our communities from having to spend as much on health care you know like it's going to help the younger people like make better food decisions in the future. Like it's, it's, um, this is probably of all the projects that I've ever worked in my life. This one has the most, um, the most, like I'm looking far into the future for this and I never really do that. So this is new for me. That's good. I mean, um, you, you got to have some line of sight, you yeah, know, yeah. like of, of that, that achievable goal that you're, you're trying to do. It's going to happen. Right? Yeah. It's gonna happen. Oh yeah, for sure. Like it is and, and you're hell bent yeah. on yeah, it's already happening. Yeah. Um it's just I think everyone looks at it too, is like, oh man, like they're gonna you're gonna amass these people like immediately. Like, no, it's no, gonna no, be like no. little li little chips. Yeah. You know, like that that you know, yeah. off of the big goal. Well that's that's part of it part of the project too, is just like I, I see a lot of um there's a lot of there's a lot of community that happens in LA, Bay Area, like within the Filipino communities. There's a lot of support, and Long Beach doesn't do as much of a job with that, you know. And I think hmm. I think there's more I think there's more effort from people. But when um, you say Long Beach, like it's so it's so big, right? Like, uh, I, yeah, I, the community itself is so big and okay. so diverse like it's super diverse in long beach right yeah um are you talking about like community is in filipino community or uh, well when or, i'm when i'm talking about bevel community kitchen i'm speaking pretty much exclusively to the long beach filipino community so when i say community i okay. mean the filipino community. okay yeah, 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 yeah so oh i know what you mean by that like yeah 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 so i mean there's there are like there's a lot of people doing great work like I know St. Lucie's does a lot of like food donations. Mm -hmm. Filipino Migrant Center, who is actually our fiscal sponsor while we're finding nonprofit status. I love the work they're doing. They're doing grassroots work in that they're uh, finding migrant Filipino workers that aren't aware of their rights um, that are being exploited and giving and empowering them and showing them like, yo, like this is what, you know, this is like, these are your rights and this is what, you know, resources that you have. Yeah. And because I don't know, like it, there's a lot of stories out there of people who come, OFWs that come here, yeah. not just here, but all over the world. So many of, of, of you know, of our Kababayan just come from overseas and are just For exploited. opportunity. They get enslaved. Some yeah. of them get like, freaking, they become prisoners. Some yeah, of them, it's yeah. really dark. Yeah, it's really, no, really, for really sure. Dark. I mean, it, it's this good and evil, like the world balance, right? Like mm. there's a lot of, evil yeah. in in the world but there's also a lot of good that comes yeah. from that it's just 
it can't always be good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, and so Filipino Migrant Center, like, they're doing the kind of work and they kind of inspire me because it's not looking for like scale. It's not trying to go on a national level. It's like individuals whose lives are changing. And that's inspiring to me. Oh yeah, know? no, for sure. Because like I've lived my whole career just trying to think about like, how do I get more customers? How do I get more and more and more? But like they're kind of meditation in on very specific parts of the community and very, and very specific individuals is inspiring to me, you know? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm a big believer in what they're doing and they're a big help to me because without them, I couldn't be, I couldn't have started Community Kitchen because they're the ones who are the inroads to the community for me. For sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like that's, that's kind of what's up right now. And um, in terms of a restaurant, like the one thing that I'll say is that I haven't felt as fulfilled by my work as I have since we started the Community Kitchen. Like, I'm more proud that, you know, we served, you know, tens of thousands of meals to the community than I am about getting a, a write-up in the LA Times. Like, straight up. Like, that's it, how I feel. No, and the, the good, right? Yeah. It, if you're doing good for people, like, not yourself, but you're doing something else for some people, like, you care yeah. for them, right? Oh, yeah. That is the biggest, like... It's better than that. Like yeah. the, these accolades that, you know, that people yeah. try to achieve. It's like, yeah, those are good, but those are, it's not the real thing. Like that, that it just gets put on the paper and, for sure. you know, that's not a, to that's say a, that's like, oh, don't look at it that way. I'm just saying, sure, no, like sure. you, the, the biggest wins is when you can change someone's perspective, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, from a, whatever countries that these people come from, I'm just saying in, in, in broad, not just Filipino community, I'm saying, mm -hmm. you know, you could because someone else could see your where you're at and like damn how did you do that you know like i want to be like that guy or whatever right mm -hmm. so they can you could if you can change that right in in someone's experience or like i said the perspective mm -hmm. you, it that's pri probably yeah. like worth more than than money yeah you man know? i i definitely am not motivated by my I'm, and this is okay. I'm just just kind of just getting a little off topic, but it's funny because like I really do believe that a really fulfilling life means that you're in service to like a really fulfilled life means that you're in service to somebody. Like whether for me it's for me it's the community at large. For some people it might just be your spouse. For some people it might be their children. For some people it might be like a small circle of people. But if you live to help other people, you know whether it's one or a million. I think that leads to a very fulfilled life. And I do think like, <laughs> I tell people I'm like, you know, I'm about 80% led by compassion and service, about 15% by my ego and then 5% by spite. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I got that, I got that fucking competitive tinge to me. And I- Well, I think the, the competition part is definitely needed in order to, to like push yourself. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know, it's yeah. like, you, you got to find yourself, mm -hmm. you're, mm -hmm. you got to find that one person that'll, that's going to challenge you. Right. And yeah. Yeah. I, I, I see that in everybody. Like, sure. it's not like, Hey man, I'm going to mess you up. No, it's like, I got to try as good as he is. You, Cause you he's, he's about, grinding. You know what I mean? You like, think about like people like, like, like MJ, like we were talking about, like his pathological motivation from like making up stuff about other people. Yeah. Like he needed to be driven by that. For like, sure. No, no. And like, that's, that's the, you know, the voice in your head. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
just do it and and yep. and just outwork that competition sure. and it's not like it's not hated competition no you're just you're finding the the the, the red line you know like how you're saying the max out thing right mm-hmm. so it's 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 those you have to yeah like yeah or else how how is the knife going to be sharp or how mm. how's your skill going to be if you're just competing with yourself like you got to put yourself at whatever the other person's level is sure. so then you can like all right like i'm, I'm this close yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what i mean or i'm getting closer right right, right. um as a measurement it's like test you know like it's you, you have to find out mm-hmm. and it's better it's better you, it, you'll learn more for sure yeah so i mean so that yeah man that's kind of what's going on in terms of the restaurant like it's just so hard for me to justify rebuilding a traditional restaurant with a dining room just because yeah right now it's probably right not now, the best time it's right? just not the best time i'm just like i'm not gonna push myself to do that but at the same time like i am dreaming about getting my catering back up man like doing weddings was really fun doing like small events was really great so i want to have that future but at the same time like i my most of my energy is devoted to continuing the community kitchen right now no that's that, dude you so. should be super proud i'm proud of you like yeah thanks fuck man. yeah like do your thing man and it, like i said you 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 care enough about other people you know it, it goes a long way absolutely uh, how, how you said it um and that's kind of you know how i see this mission and i know i've said it uh, a million times but like the the mission to give back to the philippines right is so big yeah like i don't think i can do it but that's where i have the community and i'm not talking about just a filipino community i'm talking mm-hmm. about exposing our culture with people Mm. and that's and yeah coffee is a a big part of it it, you know but it's a starting and talking point for things Mm -hmm. and man there's so many people that want to come in here and you know like find out like how what is this filipino culture Mm. and i i I don't necessarily believe in these like oh you need to be in this area to to attract your people Mm. no you will attract your people like and not not saying just like Filipino people. I'm just saying you'll yeah, attract yeah. these dedicated people that like support you, and that you know that make you feel good when you've given them whatever you're giving your all to. You know, right? And that kind of like I said, I want people to see that I came from there, mm-hmm. and I didn't come from this silver spoon nothing. Mm-hmm. We came here from Philippines to LA, yeah. and it was a grind to get here. Mm-hmm. My kids are growing up in Orange County, and you know it's different for them. <laughs> where yeah. I grew up in LA, sure. where it was, you know, different. Yeah, like '80s, like come, you know, you you come from a different country, mm-hmm. and that's a tougher move. Like going from Michigan to LA to Michigan, that's not right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you go from a different country to here, you're just like, whoa. Well, imagine the level of sacrifice they're making. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like, think about how how big of a decision that is, and how big of an opportunity that you're willing to take. That you know what I mean to come to this country, like uproot everything that you knew and that you that you had. For sure, and that's how I that's how I see why shouldn't I do something? Yeah, like. Because I started, you know, in this journey, I started finding out things, historical things about my, my family mm. and knowing that there are people that were in politics that were executed by 
you know, the, the Japanese encampment, all that other stuff, right? Yeah. Man, would they trade places me, with me right now? And yes, like that is the first thing, like, man, I have to do something. Mm. You know, if I could get people's eyes to, you know, the awareness of, you know, being, you know, supporting the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Th- that's kind of how I, I, I couldn't find anything. Like, I know I'm not, I'm not a chef, I'm not a cook or anything. Uh-huh. And I, yeah, I, that's not something I, I, I want to do, but I wanted something that we weren't known for. And I, I highly believe in it. And historically, we, we were the largest supplier in history. And we lost that edge. And mm-hmm. I want people to remember that. And I want people to also know that, you know, the labor movement wasn't led by Cesar Chavez, it was led by the Filipinos. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like these things that are, you know, these historical things that people are getting, like we're getting written out of history. And I want mm-hmm. this to be like that, like the, like when someone sees it, like, whoa, like this is, this is different, you yeah. know? And it's not that what, that's what we're striving for. Like I said, when you keep focused on that mission, right? And you want to change the perspective of other lives in a different country mm-hmm. to know that I'm, I'm willing to help them. Yeah. And I want them to get noticed. Like I, I keep on saying about this imaginary podium that we deserve it. Mm-hmm. We, the Filipinos, deserve that. Mm-hmm. Like cooking everything, dog. Like, you know what I mean? We do so much. Yeah. And no one gives us any recognition for it. And yeah. I'm just like, man, I've been here 39 years. We <laughs> deserve some shit. You know, yeah. and it, it's, 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 you're starting to see that, right? Um, maybe you've seen it more closely um, uh, last year or whatever before, you know uh-huh. what I mean? But I, I've kind of, I've sat back and I couldn't, I didn't know how to like give back. Uh-huh. But this is my way to get uh-huh. back. And like I said, the, the biggest why is, man, if these, you know, the grandfathers, great grandfathers could, you know, be in my spot, they'd be killing it, mm-hmm. you know, because they didn't get to go this far. Mm-hmm. They, they were stuck in, in the country, you know, and they didn't, they didn't have that opportunity. And this is like me planting the flag for them. Sure. You know, Theophilos, my tatang, dude. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't name this company after me. I don't even care uh-huh. about like naming it after sure. me. I want, I want all of them yeah, to get yeah. recognition for this, like making this happen. I know physically I did a lot of things, but I, that physical part is easy. Like, sure. you know what I mean? The hard part was getting here. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of yeah. When you care about somebody else, I think that you you do what you have to just like you know if your family or whatever you would do anything to protect them and mm-hmm. and all that but uh, i definitely want to see that change in my lifetime yeah, i believe man. that i can do that yeah i mean L- and, 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 you know and it's a small little like small little things I, uh-huh. i'm already you know carving a path to it absolutely yeah and uh there's some there's some there's some light definitely in the tunnel like i see it and it's so close that's awesome man um yeah you're doing a great job here man it's it's cool i mean i think just circumstantially things aren't making are slowing things down but you know man like you said like it's it's happening 
you know, like you're carving a path and it's, and it's gonna, it's gonna get there, you know? And thing is, is also like the work is never done. You know, it like, shouldn't be. If it, shouldn't it is, that, I mean, you're going to try to find something. You're like self-sabotaging yourself like yeah. because you want to, you like the process, mm -hmm. right? Like that's why you love doing it is because the process is, is what you like about it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, man. Okay. <sighs> but yeah, I think um, hopefully we... If not, we summarize if we didn't capture the first <laughs> part of the, the podcast. It looked like it did, but yeah, man, AC, it's a pleasure. Like I said, every time I, 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 I meet people, mm -hmm. when, when we start talking, you know, here and I'm like, yo, you got to be on the podcast. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I definitely yeah. think people need to hear the other side of, you know, where, where, you, where you're at yeah. and your side of the story your experience so then someone could be like oh man like do i need to do what he did in order to to get what he has you yeah. know what i mean are they willing to do that for yeah. whatever how many years 10 years to go from here to go from there to, to do a bunch of stuff and it took you time mm -hmm. you know what i mean i want i want people to see that roadmap like you got to look at the long game you, you can't yeah. like you can't well, think that you're going to start your pop-up one day and be like damn i'm 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 hot you know mm -hmm. what i mean like well, people that do that, like, it's, it's, they're doing it for the wrong reasons and they're usually not going to last. For sure. And, and, you know? and I think you said it before, it's, you got to be consistent. Like, yeah. you know, and that is, the consistency is, is all of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? no, like, it is. It's like, it is. That really is. That's, and, uh, you know, the Cupcakes and Company, that lady, I mean, you get, definitely got to meet her, uh -huh. uh, Cynthia. Uh -huh. grind dog like she's you know what i mean she's had restaurants and she's like i said you know what you say what she says validates mm -hmm. like you just have to keep going like yeah. literally like her saying that yeah you know and knowing where she's at and knowing mm -hmm. the clientele that she supports and she's just super humble nice but you, you know the, the one thing is she's like you just got to keep going you know like even in this time you just, you got, you got to just keep going. You, it, if you think about like the momentum, like if you had stopped, you know, like it, not that it would have been a bad thing. You could have came back. You know what I mean? I'm just saying that if you, if you decided to stop for a long time, it, it, it will, you know, that's when your dream stops, right? Like mm -hmm. it, it kind of just, it just goes there. Yeah. I mean, there's no one else going to do it for you. Mm -hmm. So for sure. Um, yeah, man, I appreciate your time. Yeah. And um, pleasure. yeah, definitely. I wish the best for you, man. Like, like I said, if there's anything, we'll, know, we'll do something. We'll do something together. <laughs> anything, bro. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. And I was actually going to point out, like, is there something you could do with, uh, our, our buddy Henry? Oh yeah. You know man. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'll hit him up, man. But he seems like, I mean, last time I talked to him, he seems like he's doing all right. Just chilling. For sure. No, no, no. Like, I, I, <laughs> but, to, um, to get to, you know, people, I know one person's great, but to get two people that are super passionate about uh -huh. the, the cooking, well, like. It's funny that you say that because it's just like, I was thinking like, yo, if we do, I was, I, I actually thought about doing a pop-up with him to get before. It's like, man, we can call ourselves like the Fire Brothers or something. <laughs> well, why is that? Uh, why is that? 
Is there like a thing behind it, like a fire Fire Brothers? Well, I mean, my restaurant burned down and his coffee. Oh, too. <laughs> fuck! I was like, is it like a? I mean, his restaurant caught fire like a month after mine, so. That's why when he called me, bro, I was like. Yeah, yeah. What? That's wild, right? I was That's like, wild. no, please That's tell me no. It's ridiculous timing, but yeah, man. I uh, let's let's figure something out, and I definitely. Um, I'm kind of just like sorting everything out this first month of the year. And then I think like starting February, March, like things are going to hit the ground running. So like I said, anything something. I could do to help my brother's yeah. arms, like I'm, I'm Appreciate down. It. I want to do something with your coffee sometime soon too. You guys make coffee. Barbecue ice- rub. <laughs> What's that? Barbecue rub. <laughs> I was actually thinking coffee ice cream. I mean that too. And I mean, we could do coffee and barbecue. I mean, ice well, cream no, and barbecue. Like, I had this like, I don't know, like I, I, want, I had a coffee rub yeah, yeah. that I was trying to make, but I, there's like the two times I Ooh, messed up. I have, a, okay, I got a good recipe for you. I'm gonna keep it under wraps for now, for but sure. I, I definitely have, I have a recipe that I wanna work with. Like not, not barbecue or ice cream. Oh shit, well whatever, yeah, you know we're talking, me. We're talking about, I'm thinking about it like, this'll be like, a, what I wanna do is focus on, uh, it's going to be a dish that focuses on ingredients that are grown from the ground in the Philippines. Ooh. So coffee, then I got a couple of vegetables in mind. So anyway, yeah, yeah, TBD, yeah. y'all going to yeah, find yeah, out yeah. about it. But, um, yeah. So I guess if people wanted to get a hold of you yeah. and talk to you. People or... want to hit me up like uh, bebo.filipinofood. Uh, that's our Instagram handle. Uh, A.C.Baral. Uh, that's also my Instagram handle, you know, just find me there. Um, or is there a website? Is there, uh, uh not right now. Nothing's updated. <laughs> okay. Well, no, but, I mean, uh, I just want people to know yeah, where yeah. they could, uh, find the man. Yeah. Himself. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, just reach out, man. I'll, 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 I'll do my best to get back at you. If you really need to find me, like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not avoiding anybody. I'm just not out there. <laughs> um, no, I, I, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, thank yeah. you again. Thank you. Um, Let's do it one more time. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Well, we got another. Uh, no, I'm just run. kidding. Two more hours. Let's run. Let's go. <laughs> All right. We'll wrap it up. Thanks, guys, uh, Thank for you. listening. And uh, yeah, hopefully we got that that first part. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Bye. Peace, y'all.